Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of This Is Why I'm Single. I'm Madison Malloy, along with my co-host... Tom Ricardo. And this week we have a special... Madison is actually in a blanket and a pillow recording. Yes, yes. Uh, it's, you know, it's that time. You get tired at night, you, you know? <laughs> Madison's like, well, the sun goes down at 4, so I should be in bed by 6.30. Right, yeah. So anyways, today we're talking, we're actually talking to a, a great club uh, promoter. He owns an events company. Um, with that type of lifestyle, it's got to be hard to keep a steady... Um, Pussy around. Hey, you, know, hey. you can get a lot of pussy, but is it going to be steady pussy? So that's what we're going to find Madison, out. Madison, remember when you used to stay up past midnight? I, I still stay up past midnight. Like tomorrow. this weekend I'm when you were going to stay up? You I said, know. I'm going to rage past four. I should have known it was 4 p.m. I got sick, okay? So leave me alone. So anyways, <laughs> we got we got a great guest. We're going to bring him on right away. Um, Dave Marin, he owns a company called Alliance Events that runs all over Florida. So he is big, big into the party scene, and he has seen everything. When you're in that environment, you have seen you. Well, Dave, welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm doing good. Glad you to be in New York when the weather's just warm in December. Right? Yeah, it's ridiculous. So, have you ever witnessed somebody blow cocaine off somebody's tits? Uh, tits, no, ass, multiple times. <laughs> Why did they pick the ass? I don't know, actually. I think it's just a its a more uh, more re- recent preference. So Maybe the girl just, just like bends s- over and they sprinkle some powder on and just snort it? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's kind of how it works. Have you ever seen somebody put cocaine in their asshole? I haven't actually seen someone go that far with it. I don't know what those <laughs> side effects would be. I know, but, right? Uh, I, I kind of want to try it out. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Um, so, <laughs> are you single? I'm not. As of, uh, as of recently, I'm not, actually. Oh, when did you get in a relationship? Uh, within the last month or so. Okay, so yeah. it's still fresh, but it's going good? S- still fresh, it's working out thus far, yeah. Did you meet her at a club? No, actually. I met her uh, online. Oh. I had seen that she was coming to a lot of my events and things like that that we were already producing, and uh, started talking to her, ended up meeting her, started hanging out, kind of worked out that way. That's fantastic. Do you think that this will be something that can work with your job? I hope it does. She's a pretty cool girl. Um, she wakes up a lot earlier than I do, but I mean, we've been making it making it work thus far. Well, so. What's the difference there? Uh, I mean, she's in school. She's waking up early, doing classes, doing like normal people hour stuff. Wait, and, how old uh, is this chick? She's twenty two. Oh, okay. How old are you? Twenty eight. Okay, so that that's fine. That's uh. Madison is good. <laughs> Her stamp of approval. Yeah, All right, well, take it. You know, yeah, yeah, I'm you. I just you heard of a guy. Tomorrow, you should be like, oh, you got Madison Malloy, staff of approval. Done. Well, here's the thing. I actually heard of a guy. He went down to Miami, right? Went to this big club, um, and he met this chick, and, and they're now engaged. But the thing that was weird is he's 43, and she's 21. Hmm. I'm like, I good luck with I mean, that. I mean, if, if he can afford going down to a club in Miami, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I suppose. Yeah, I mean, what's, so uh, that's where they met. Yeah. And, uh, I guess there's a lot of love that happens. Now I got a question for you because I went. I'm, I'm going to be going to Miami soon, but I went five years ago for the Super Bowl, and Ooh, I didn't. Live, Madison. Yeah, and yeah. I didn't want. I was dressed up in a really nice dress, my fake tits hanging out. I thought I looked good, but I didn't want to wear heels because my feet would hurt, and we were going to be out all night. So I wore dressy flats. 
they had to like pay the bouncer extra to get me into this club and I'm like but my face hasn't changed yeah like it was insane do you yeah. guys run those kind of rules it's, it's in, uh, in Miami, it's different. Uh, in Miami, you gotta you gotta hang with all those girls that are trying to do that, and they they will go until their feet fall off in heels because uh, they want to be in a club with their asses perked up and whatever, and that's just how it is. So that's the standard over there. Plus, plus Miami just has girls with incredible asses. Yeah. Like you're you're already kind of New York behind. You're really front look kind of yeah. girl, and you're going down to Miami. You're not wearing heels. You got, you know, you just Somebody you're at a disadvantage. You're just looking at your ass and going, "No, I'm sorry." I mean, look, all the walking that you do in New York, I would imagine that you know you get you get over into Miami, you get with the Miami style. I'm sure you've got a lot to show off when it comes to that, you know. Just yeah, the Miami style is pretty crazy. People work out like insane. You think of like Florida kind of being maybe the South, a little bit heavier, fatter, crazy people. Certain but areas you get to Miami, sure. it's like, <laughs> right. Handle. Oh, yeah. You get into Miami and it's like, holy shit. Well, those girls are doing squats every day. They're waking up yes. and doing some squats. I think I need to start waking We've, up and doing some squats. I've, t- I've talked to you about this. I know. I think I'm going to start doing it now. I went to, uh, we don't need to talk about that. I, I did had a great workout today. Um, so, <laughs> in the past, before Is there ass feel longer? Yes. More bulbous? Before <laughs> this um, relationship, how was it dating <laughs> before? Uh, very difficult. Because the, the type of girls that you meet... Uh, coming to concerts and events like that are not usually the type of girls that you want to date. Okay. Um, because uh, it's sort of like if everybody gets a bite of a sandwich, like, do you really want the rest of it kind of thing. So, oh, <laughs> so they're, they're taking a deep That was the most room. polite way to put your world in. Yeah, it's like, you know, the, the girls that come out there, they're, they're uh, kind of all over the place, trashy. And, and a concert is an event that they'll really let themselves show. They'll let it all out. Yeah. They'll shake their ass on everything with a pulse and, you know, like, whatever. So um, definitely drops them a solid number of points to uh, to try to pick that up. Uh, that, was, that was a great weekend the last time I went down. Tom knows. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've done some of his events. I think my favorite part is that you were talking about like fancy, like having to wear hills. We make fun of him that his events, they need a t-shirt check because the guys are always ripping off their shirts. Yeah, I mean, there's a venue in Orlando where uh, the AC system wasn't working too good and we had a packed out show of 1,500 people and uh, guys in there were just going shirtless because it was it was that hot. Tom Tom thought that was remarkable. Said that there should be a t-shirt check. <laughs> yeah, right. That's well, guys are like looking on the side, like where you look for your jacket, looking for their t-shirts. We were like going through like store for their t-shirts. Yeah. Oh, we, that's hysterical. We so get how? girls to start doing that. That's when it's successful. There were girls <laughs> on stage that were also just in their bra. Yeah, that'll happen. I think one almost tried to take it off, and that's when they like they put an end to it. Since you're in this environment all the time and I'm getting older so I don't do the club scene really as much, but Past what's uh, whatever. What's <laughs> um what's some of the craziest shit you've seen? Oh the craziest shit? I want the craziest shit you've ever seen. Uh, I mean there's all kinds of nonsense. One one night in particular was pretty interesting. Since we're talking about these these uh, girls in the club scene just being ratchet, you know, whatever kind of words you want to describe them. Um, there's a girl, we, we had a DJ book named et cetera, et cetera. He's a producer, good trap artist. There's a special kind of person, um, that we like to call a chode. Okay. Uh, a chode is a person that tries to kind of leech on to things that other people do in order to feel cool about themselves or whatever. So someone who's aggressively mediocre. So these people yeah. always try to be in the green room around the artist, whatever, so that they can take like a, a selfie with the artist, post it on Facebook, get 160 likes and break their arms, rip themselves off. Okay. That's a chode, right? So there's all kinds of chodes, but there's also girl chodes. 
girl chodes will go in and they'll try to like talk at the yards. A lot of them will try to sleep at the artists. Um, but a lot of them just want to drink their liquor and steal their food. Uh, there was one girl that went in here. I can't remember her name, uh, thankfully. But um, she ended up walking out of the green room with something in her pants. And, uh, you know, I was curious enough to be like, hey, what's in your pants? When I saw her doing this. And, you know, it was an entire case of hummus. She stole an entire case of hummus from the artist. Like, Sabra red hummus, unopened. Um, in her pants. So that was pretty ridiculous. Oh my god. So we took it away from her. Um, I didn't give it back to him to eat because I don't know what else is going on down there. Right. So that was about that. So I thought. And then we're leaving the club about an hour later. Um, you know, the show's over or something and I hear something going on uh, in the dumpster. Okay. In, in the dumpster, right? So I open up the dumpster and this girl, the same girl who was in, you know, trying to steal his hummus was in the dumpster. And I don't mean in like the fenced in area where they keep the trash. I mean, she was in the dumpster. What the fuck was she looking for? I have no idea. The hummus! The hummus! Maybe she thought we threw out the hummus. Oh my I god, don't know. sad. I don't wow. know what she was doing in there. So when you say girls try to sleep with the artist, how do they do that? Oh, I don't know. They just figure out oh, where, where this hotel is and, and, and go there. They cling around till the end of the night until he's leaving, and then uh, that's about that. What do you do in that? So do you have, but don't you yeah. have a ton of girls, though, that are like... Competing for that dick? It certainly depends on who it is. Uh, some of them, no. <laughs> some of them, yeah. For sure. Wow. Anything so crazier besides hummus? Uh, hummus. Uh, I, I was <laughs> looking for more of like, yeah, she took the hummus and then she put it on her vag and had her friend licking it. I was kind of going for that. Security so. at the Firestone seems to really stop anytime it's like about to break into that. Yeah. I always noticed that. Like when I was sitting there watching these girls on stage, every time they're just about to get crazy, they were like, his security will stop it. Like, there's like a certain line. Like, they can get to like, nipple tassels pretty much. Right. But the moment they show a nipple, that's the end of the situation. They're back in the crowd. There's been been girls like, jumping up on shoulders, taking their tops off during, in the crowd, and security hasn't really minded uh, so that's that's definitely. I think it's the stage right? stuff though. Like yeah. there's always those girls what that kind dance. Of, what kind of bands? Sorry, Tom. What kind of bands do you do? It all depends. Um, Dubstep. More recently, yeah, the most popular stuff is the electronic music. So electronic okay. dance stuff, EDM is is huge. Um, so a lot of people are going to those kinds of concerts. We're promoting and producing a lot of those. Okay. So that's uh, and that's a lot of the times where the most ridiculous crowds uh, come too. Do they do the artists ever say, "Hey, find me the hottest girl you can and bring her back here for a blowy"? Quite often. Quite really. <laughs> Quite often. Really, and what yeah. do you do? Um, Open the you know, door. <laughs> yeah, basically just. Uh, well, how do you find the girl? Oh, they're there. And how do you find the girl that's like gonna blow up? Well, you gotta you gotta have judgment on that, I guess. So generally, the idea is what they'll ask is like, "Hey, you know, I just want girls in the green room." So you know, you gotta find someone on your team that's willing, and usually it's very easy to find this. Someone to go into the crowd and pick, you know, their the, their top five to seven hottest girls they can find. Yeah. Bring them back there. Let them all kind of, you know, let the sand kind of sift through. And you know, numbers wise, one of them might be down to blow it <laughs> or whatever. And I guess that's speaking uh, of this of that. this blowing situation. There's remind me of a story this happened to me when I was in eighth grade. Um, we went to we used to go to like the movies, and then after the movies, like. You know, it's kind of near a nice strip mall, so people would hang out there, and that was kind of like your entertainment. And we met this guy, he was like a couple of years older, and we were with like a big group of friends, and this guy, like cocky guy, um, was like, hey, which one of you guys wants to give me a blowjob? And we're like 14 years old. Right. We're like, what the? 
Jeez. But all he was so good looking, and we were kind of like in that what do we do phase? Like we want to be popular. We're gonna have to eventually do this. So all of us contemplated it, but thank God none of us did it. Huh. Wait, what? How old were you? That, that was happened? horrible. Fourteen, and then I didn't suck a dick till I was seventeen. What what um what concert was this or whatever? It was at a movie theater. Oh, was it a movie theater? <laughs> oh wow! It's like yeah, uh, I had already been to the Metallica confused. concert yeah. earlier that year. <laughs> hey, I I love high school girls. <laughs> I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Yeah, exactly. Right. Matthew McConaughey was hanging out in front looking for Matt, trolling for Matt some more. Right, trolling for some some uh, some lips. So you wanted to be cool, so you're like, maybe I'll blow them. That'll be cool. No, we're all glad we didn't, but we all thought about it, and we were all too scared. And thank God we were, you know? So then, two, fast forward two and a half years later, I ended up giving my first blowjob to my boyfriend, because I had respect. So you went back to the theater, found the guy, gave him three times. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, actually, no, my first blowjob was in the back of a Honda, behind a King Supers. <laughs> I, I feel like that's par for course. That's that is definitely, par for course. That's totally high school. Yeah, right there. I mean, I'm glad that I didn't blow a guy I didn't know. Like, that's weird. At least he was like my boy. Because it would have been really a- awkward to ask his name while the dick was in your mouth. Right. Yeah, that can be difficult. I mean, I feel like that might happen after some of your shows, buddy. I mean, you never know. It might be harder than that. Don't these artists worry about, like, STDs and stuff? Uh, you think that they do, yeah. Hopefully they wear protection if they're uh, getting laid by, you know, random or you become this. Blowjobs. Blowjobs, you Most right. people have yeah, oral herpes, so they're going to now transfer it to their cock. I guess what they should do is have the girls drink lemonade first. And if what it hurts, fuck? well, because, you know, if you have, uh, if you've got some type of sore in your mouth and you drink lemonade, they're going to cringe a little bit. So just pay attention. <laughs> These I are some UCF tricks. <laughs> There's some, I like, UCF tricks for hand right now. Yeah. Really? I've never heard of that. Just, just thought of it, honestly. I mean, like, you know, lemon juice usually hurts. But usually it's yeah, on the outside anyway. Oh, is it? But yeah, but you can still catch it, I think. With I mean, if it's in the outside, then, then you know. That's not right. Don't <laughs> yeah. touch my dick. That's not going anywhere near my dick. So, what else? Um, so, I guess, uh, other other than that, actually, one time, what, what really gets mess, messed up and messy is the paint parties. So occasionally we'll throw paint parties, and it's a very cheesy way to, to put an event together, and we know this, but, you know, people like it. So when I say paint party, you get a DJ with music, you get a bunch of paint, and people throw it all over the place. Oh, well, like the mess. color run type stuff? Exactly like that. Like, color run is a good what example. What do you your eyes? Um, you wash it out, I guess. It's usually like a water-based paint. It's not going to blind you. Uh, but girls in this situation get kind of ridiculous. They'll pour this all over themselves, take their clothes off, and... Uh, yeah, just get pretty messy with it. Uh, one one of the guys that uh, that works with us actually uh, brought some girl on stage, and she was so enamored with the fact that she was on stage that she poured paint all over herself, took her clothes off, and uh, he had unprotected sex with her in the sink bathroom of the green room. Um, yeah, oh! I don't uh, I don't recommend that to anybody, but that's uh, <laughs> something. Oh that my! <laughs> Why is my dick green? Oh, <laughs> yeah. What did I do last night? You my dick is all it? different color. No, I didn't watch it, but. This is uh this is the way the story panned out as um I put it like so, like so somebody saw it to know that there wasn't a rubber. Well, that's what he said. He admitted to it. So, and he was an artist. No, he wasn't an artist. He uh, he was a person who works at our company, a uh, friend of mine actually. Oh. Oh, so yeah. was your intern. Uh, Did he ever one, see her again? Was, was he the one that picked me up at the airport? 
who puts you up in the air? Oh, sh- no, no, no. <laughs> that gives a little bit of not, a straight shoot. Not Uncle that Shane. Story, that story would have made me like, um, feel real good about that, that, that would have been That would have been great for that kid, but no. Dude, that's amazing. So, um, does he, did he end up seeing her again? Uh, no, that was the end of that girl forever. What do you think about married? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty romantic. Happen, right? Pretty romantic, I know. Madison has looked that she found a story of true love on her face. Yeah. Like, okay. I was like, what the hell? Like, did they meet up again? Yeah, yeah they, you know, it was a real neat, cute story they're going to tell the grandchildren. No, that guy's definitely happily single again. Happily single happily again? Happily single, yeah. So how do, I think I know the name. <laughs> how do you know your guys, your, um, how do your other business partners handle the dating scene and this is a little different for everybody, but most of us, if we ever have anything steady, it's with a girl that is um, inter- either working with events like us, or okay. they are b- very interested in the events, so they want to come to them a lot, and that way the schedules kind of align a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's If it's anything steady, it usually works out that way. So you're working nights all the time? When we have a lot of events, we're working a lot of nights. Uh, if it's a week that doesn't have a lot of events, then we're working a lot during the day to try yeah. to get all the events set up, artists booked, venues negotiated, whatever. Yeah, yeah, so it's, yeah. it's really both. you got to work all the time. When's, uh, what's your average day? Average day is, uh, you know, I'll, I'll wake up around 10.30, and then I'll kind of roll back over. <laughs> and I'll get out of bed around noon. Uh, and by the time I get out of bed around noon, you know, all the booking agencies, they, they, they're a bunch of like, you know. Half my day's over. <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of, that's, that's most of the people that we work with, at least like the booking agencies, things like that. They're up since 6 a.m. shredding out emails, bothering the shit out of people to get their artist gigs. So by the time I wake up at noon, you know, my email and my text messages have about like 50 things each. So it's something you definitely want to ignore. So you go back to bed again. <laughs> um, and then you, you get up around one and then you start kind of shredding through all that stuff. And it's, it's, uh. You know, that's something you just got to sit down and focus for a few hours, drink some tea, and, and make it happen. And then if there's an event that night, you got to get it all done uh, in time to make sure that someone can go pick them up from the airport, take them to the venue, you know, whatever. Usually you want someone who's personable and reliable, type of guy that we talked about before that would find hot girls for them in the crowd or whatever, and, right. uh, you know, see what it is that they want to do. And, and what, is, what do they typically, like, for your guys' standards, what defines a hot girl? I guess it's kind of different for everybody. Right, um, that's the thing. Yeah. Madison's wondering if she had the paint in the green room. Thank God. Oh, shut up. I mean, look. <laughs> she's I like, can we do this at like 3 p.m.? Is there, is there an early bird special on the paint <laughs> party? Like, I want to see if I can turn my anus into the Jolly Green Giant. <laughs> we can bring some paint in here right now and see what happens. <laughs> oh, right. like it already isn't, Madison. Like it already isn't. <laughs> see, Tom's already getting excited. Somebody's salad in the dark that will miss. Got that glow-in-the-dark shift. But... What's your target here? What people don't know is Madison's ass, while concave, has a target on it. Then glow in a dark bullseye, Stop which concave. is. Whatever, I like my salad tossed. It's Tom's healthy for you. A lot of vegetables, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, Madison. Yeah, I gotta tell you a quick story about tossing salad. This is hysterical. So you know, tossing salad is one of these terms that the younger generations came up with. They younger, took something disgusting. Madison Malloy, fifty-four years old. <laughs> yeah, no, they took something disgusting and they said, "Let's call it tossing salad," right? And so it kind of stuck. It became an urban dictionary thing. Sounds healthier. But people sure. like my grandfather do not know that, right? So we used to tell him. We used to say, "Hey, Grandpa, did you and Grandma used to toss salad?" And he'd have no idea. And he goes, yeah, grab a nut top salad all the time. I was like, did you like it? Oh, yeah, it was great. Lots of, lots of veggies, great dressing. I was like, oh, nice. 
nice. He was like, yeah, I love tossing salad. I'm like, do you? <laughs> Tell you to put nuts in salad so, too, isn't it? Madison, yeah, right? how, <laughs> Madison, how fun was the bicentennial when you were hanging out during the bicentennial? Shut up. <laughs> Um, People don't realize that Madison's actually 67 years old. Right. She's collecting this looks really, really good. Impressed. Multiple face. Yeah, right. No, I'm not close. <laughs> you can show the blanket. Like, the blanket she looks like she got a shawl. I know. I'm an old soul. Maybe maybe I'm on my third life. That's why I'm young but old. I don't know. But uh, whatever. Stop fucking judging. Guess who's in a relationship and you're not. Hello. I, you're acting like that's a huge win. I did not think that was going to happen. I was, like, love being single. And I was like, yeah, single. And he's like, do you want to do this podcast? So I'm single. Well, like, fuck yeah, because well, I love being single. The best part about this, she's like bragging she about it. I met somebody. When I, I started putting, when we started putting these podcasts out, I wasn't single. If you were calling and you are like, you can't tell anyone. And then you, and then you got a boyfriend. You went right on the air and blasted <laughs> it. But I wasn't single when we started this podcast. But technically everybody is single till they get married. Oh, this is how, <laughs> she's like escaping. She's found a little door. Now Madison, what's the craziest thing you did? Not, not locked down. What's the craziest thing you did at I've never, I mean, I would never cheat or anything, and he's fabulous, so hopefully he locks it down one day. But same time, you're still until the ring comes. What was the craziest thing you did at club? Oh fuck! I was a wild, wild child. Um, the craziest thing I did in a club. I don't know if it's in a club. I mean, I've been down a water slide butt naked before. That was a great. I mean, I've heard some of your Hampton night stories. That that oh the the clubs at the Hamptons. Oh yeah. yeah. So have you ever been out? Oh, I went out to watch to watch the stars outside of this bar in Montauk. And uh, actually, this is a great story. Outside of this bar in Montauk, I had my friend Kate with me. We meet this guy. We're making out. We're making out by her car, right? And we're laying in the grass, which I'm. Tons of people probably pissed him, right? Yeah, and we're laying in this grass, and he's finger blasting me. I'm giving the, him an OTPHJ over the ha- over the pants hand job. Nice. And um, really. it's great. And he's like, oh, my God, I'm going to call you. It's going to be fabulous. So anyways, they drop me back at this yacht club where I was staying with my friend. And I meet, I go to the concierge, and I say, I need to get a cab to take me to 7-Eleven. I'm hungry. I need Doritos. I need food. So I get in the cab to 7-Eleven. And I meet a, this kid comes running out. And he's like, wait, I heard you're going to 7-Eleven. he jumps in the car. So then I start making out with him. He was like a 21-year-old lacrosse player, college kid. That was there with his parents. So I take him. I buy him some shitty half dollars. And some hard candies because she's 67 years old. And then, and then he finger blasted me later. Um, that was a pretty crazy night. That was really nice. You were by two guys in one night. Yeah. I love that she told... At 32 years old? Yeah. Well, no, That's you weren't. Insane. I mean, 67. Impressive. She bought him hard That's candies. That's before I met the guy I'm with now, thank God. And then, yeah. it was so funny because my friend said to me, she said to me, the guy that we met that night in Montauk, she's like, um, she goes, I was so bummed you met that guy. And I go, why? And she goes, because I feel like that's the, the guy you might marry. So, <laughs> yeah. so anyways, the guy... You probably have to do better than Robin Pants Hansky. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, right? So the guy then, this is what happened. The guy, I didn't talk about this shit on Periscope. The guy finds it and he's like, we're supposed to go on a date. And it, he, he ended up being an asshole and showing his true color. So I was like, you know what? Wait a minute. No, thank you. I'm not doing this date. So I never went on the date with this guy, right? 
two weeks later, I go to he was Jersey Shore, to... and I met, that's where I met my boyfriend. He was hiding his true colors by finger-blasting her on the grass outside of a club. He was, he was just showing how nice, nice a guy he was, marriage material. Uh, yeah, I can see that being romantic under the stars, I, right? I like being yeah. finger-blasted. Sure. Of course. That's the only thing about relationships, is all that foreplay goes down, all of a sudden, like, Used to be all wet and hot. Now he's just trying to shove his dick into a Sahara desert. You're like, dude, I need some like. You. I know. After menopause, it's really hard to get. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like you, you have to still. You still have to have the foreplay, and that's the thing about relationships. I'm not a big relationship. Put it on Madlock. I need to get wet. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm not a big relationship person. Like I haven't been because I don't really like that. Um. But that's the thing is like when you're with somebody for a while, like the foreplay needs to actually increase. Why? Why? Why you have like, a relationship? It's the same thing. No, I can see that. Well, you can sure. meet duders in Seven Elevens. Because there's so <laughs> many, there's so many benefits, and he's so wonderful. What I think a lot of guys don't notice is that uh, it actually feels a lot better if you uh, if you do a lot of foreplay. Well, yeah. You know. It's wet. Yeah, that's a that's big why difference. you just fuck on the rag. For sure. I mean, look, I mean, you could rub your dick against drywall or eventually it'll get you off. But, like, you know, it definitely feels a lot better to be in a good spot. Right. So. But that's what's so funny is how these girls get so horny and just at these clubs and just throw down. I mean, we were on there at one point in our lives, right? I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> you know? I think everybody's been there. So Ooh. what's what's something, do you like to go to the clubs when you're not working and just enjoy yourself? Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, I'm no, sure, right? No, you I know. have. Yeah, you get past like that point. enough of that. Yeah, if it's not... Uh, I don't like clubs. I'm, I'm more of a bar girl. What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? Like, what we did yeah, that night off when I was down there? Like, just bar hop? Yeah. I mean, bars are way better. It's more chill. The yeah. beer, you get way better drinks at way better prices, and the crowd's a lot more low-key. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, clubs are cool. You know, you got really cool production, like, whatever. But uh, when you're doing that a lot... If it's not an event like I'm producing or an event related to my work, I would probably prefer not to be there. So Yeah, no, I, I hear you. Yeah. Absolutely. You know? And also like when I'm single, like the, the girls that I'll meet in a in a nice bar considerably better quality than a girl that I would meet at one of these shows, you know, uh, rubbing her ass up against a speaker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, the quality is probably a little bit better. Definitely. Do you saw, do you find a lot of gold diggers at the clubs? Oh, for sure. I mean, all you gotta do is walk through bottle service, and you'll you'll see you know a crowd of girls, bet- you know, in between every bottle. Actually, I actually think Tom uh, witnessed a few of those. When Whoa! We I had I had when room. I went because it's a different gold digger. Like I, I like, well, like in New York. Yeah, like in New York, it's a far different crowd than like Orlando. Like when I was down there, it was just like the fact that like I had a bottle was like 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 to some of them like oh they do bottles here. And it was right. like cool, and it, it wasn't like, it's like oh my god you have a nine to five job yeah like they were really impressive it's like oh my god you you make more than fifty thousand a year that's like very impressive in Orlando that's like a what it's definitely yeah. unusual well it, at one of these club scenes for sure it's you know, not like, like it's not the crowd that's, that's this, uh, this call is that. the crowd that goes to like his events are like college and like post college kind of towny kind of a thing like it's not like this. Hi, it's not like you're thinking of Miami. Orlando, it, it depends. Like we do a lot of events in Orlando. We do events in, like seven ven- venues in Orlando because that's where we all live. But we'll also do them in the college markets in Gainesville and Tallahassee. We do events in Tampa. We've done events in South Florida too. So it's it's there's like a place. little money in Tampa, but really if like a guy has money in Tampa, they're going to the strip clubs. 
But even That's Tampa. That's the strip club capital of the world, apparently. Yeah. So, like, Tampa, like, you go to a nice club or bar in Tampa is, like, an average one here. Like, I went out, like, last March to Tampa. I took a girl out, and it was, like, $100 for, like, a full night of, like, drinking. I think her friend was, like, ordering drinks on my tab, too. Where was what, it, like... What club was that? Do you remember? Yeah, like, Texas. Ah! It was this place. I ended up spending a ton for brunch the next day. I don't yeah. know how it happened. Well, you can you can definitely spend a lot of money on food in Tampa if you, if you try. Yeah, like... Uh, but, yeah, the club sucked. Yeah, like, it wasn't, it was like, I don't know, I, I wouldn't be able to remember, like, but it was, it was just this place, it was like, it was, because we went back the next day for brunch, and it was just a restaurant, but it, like, it was definitely one of those places where they clear out the tables, mm-hmm. and, like, it's, it was, you know, it was a DJ, there was a floor, there were yeah. several bars, and it was packed full of people, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna sit there, and they're like, oh, like, you have to order this much, and I was like, Oh no, fifty dollar tab. Like right. you don't even think about like in the city. That's like you and two friends. Like so, I was out with this girl and her mother, and we. But like it's it's a completely different economy. But you know, outside of Miami, everything in Florida is dirt cheap. Miami's like here. Miami's crazy. Like one in sort like one in Moscow, Tokyo. That right. you got a ball to like. Like, ball to play. Even like when I was out, when play. we were like working that night, when we were like not doing bottles at the Firestone, like I don't, I don't think I dropped more than a hundred. We were drinking, nah. we were drinking heavily. It's easy. I mean, you don't for for most of the places, you're not gonna have to spend more than five six dollars on a beer. You know, you can do that. So There's certain areas that they'll make you spend more if they're like a particular club that tries to be high end, then they'll just charge you more. So, what's your advice for for guys who want to work? club scene or work in the club scene to find a steady relationship? Um, I would say that your odds are, you know, one in a million, but try to find a girl that you haven't met at a club and uh, try to make sure that she is interested in what you do, at least in some respect, so that she can be there with you or, or uh, you know, whatever. And because uh, if she's not, then she starts to wonder and get jealous. And that was my previous relationship. And that was a lot of trouble. What about the guys that are, you know, dropping tons of money on the bottles? It doesn't happen. I mean, those those guys, you know. It's you, like me. <laughs> you just, yeah, you just kind of sit there and, like, bottle rats will come your way and you just kind of take your pick. Yeah. I really, I really hope it's I love, do you guys do the firecrackers and all that bullshit when you buy a bottle of the firecrackers? Depends on the venue, but a lot of them do. Because it attracts the attention. It uh, sure does. You, you want to make them, you want to make them feel as, as uh, special as you can. Of course you do. Yeah, as the Tory was doing. Yeah. yeah, of course you do. I mean, my, my roommates actually used to walk around with those things. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Look at my dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, so do you guys have anything more to add? I think we'll, we'll wrap this up. Um, I mean, I actually used to be a club promoter in London way back when. Oh, damn. And I, I, had, I had dated a girl that basically said, you're not going to do this anymore. And I was like, why? She's like, you met me there. Yeah. And I was like, uh, oh, yeah, it's a good, very good point. She's like, I saw what you She's like, I had a fight to the crowd to talk to you, and now you're telling me that like you're gonna go do that again for money. And it's like, right. yeah, and you, I didn't even think anything of it at the time. And I was like, oh, that's very good. You solidly figured out this one. Could be a deal breaker for a lot of girls if they don't trust you, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I mean, that's it's, I think it's tough whenever you work like a different schedule than someone else. Like I know a lot of Canadians like really their nights are blocked. We've talked about that. But like we do the nightlife, but the nightlife's so much worse. But our like, yeah, our our schedule is like you can be done at ten if you need to. <laughs> Madison Madison <laughs> hasn't seen midnight since Halloween at ten o'clock. 
Oh, shut so, up. <laughs> she she well, hit midnight and like, like wandered into the cab. I'll show it Thursday at 10. I'll be probably one of the first ones on, then I'll be back. I'll be done. Nice. Vanessa gets those late okay. night shows and she's like, oh, can I like just open? Can I just get out of here? No, I am for this because I have to be before I am the next day for a flight. Ooh. So anyways, um, Dave, thank you so much for, for joining us yeah, on this uh, podcast of This Is Why I'm Single, even though he's not fucking single. Well, neither am I, but whatever. You never know. We could all be single one day again. So this is why we're not married. Um, <laughs> you know? Podcast name. This is why we're not married. Yeah. This is why I need more foreplay. Don't we all? Right? <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, you guys. I'm Madison Malloy. Don't forget to follow me at, at Madison Malloy. And uh, you can follow the podcast at, on Twitter at This Is Why I Am. Uh, <laughs> we, could, we couldn't get the rest of the name. Um, yeah, Twitter's all stingy with those last six letters. Yeah, right? And uh, Tommy. Tommy uh, you can follow me at Tom Ricardo and also on a police blotter. Yep, he's going to be showing a picture of his balls on Twitter tomorrow, so make sure you tune in and follow Yes, that will get people out. Um, no, I'm just kidding. It'll be a, a picture of us. Snapchat. Nice. Yeah. And you guys uh, can look up our company, too. It's Alliance Events. Uh, Alliance yeah, you're in Florida, com. for sure. Yep. Oh, so what is it again? Alliance Events or AllianceNightlife.com. AllianceNightlife.com. Okay, you guys check that out, and I'm sure if they contact you on the website and they say maybe you, we heard you on This Is Why I'm Single, maybe you throw them a little discount. That sounds about right. All I'm right. sure you can do that. Drop the This Is Why I'm Single. <laughs> you can get five yeah, dollars. Get, uh, first, first person, first person to drop that gets a free ticket to any show they want. All right. Did you hear that? Any show they want, in Florida. And invite to the pirate bar opening. And the invite to the pirate so bar. The pirate bar. Go. This Tom is going to build with his own steel and hands and brawn. I well, I thought it. we have JJ kind of house house. All right, you guys. Thank <laughs> you so much for tuning in. We will be back next week for another episode of This Is Why I'm Single. Good night. <laughs>